Coming in hot, 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 Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Hashtag I date money. It was a sunny day. It was so warm out. We were having an Indian summer on this crisp fall day. The leaves were just starting to fall. And as I got home from work, there pulled up behind me a tow truck. And I thought, what are they just turning around? I lived in a townhouse and, you know, there was a big driveway. And no, the tow truck stopped at the end of my driveway and started backing up. But I was like, what is this tow truck doing? And it proceeded to take the hook <laughs> and tow my car. And I'm like, what is this some kind of a practical joke? What are you doing? And the person said, oh, we have orders to, to repo your car. I'm like, repo my car? What are you talking about? And after a few phone calls, I mean, I was livid. I was like, what are you doing? Stop it. I'm calling the police. You have the wrong vehicle. You have the wrong person. And they verified who I was, my address, my license number. I'm like, how did you get all this information? Well, from the company that you defaulted on your loan, I'm like, I have not defaulted on any loans. I go, the only loan I have is this car payment. So after a few phone calls, I found out that a family member had forged my name, defaulted on the loan, and used my car as collateral. How did they get this information? I really nilly handed it over to them. I was working for them, trying to make money in a part-time job. In addition to my full-time job as a single mom, I was always working two or three jobs to make ends meet. I always paid my bills on time. It was very important to me to do that. My mom had taught me, always take care of your four walls, housing, food, transportation, clothing, do the bare minimum. You know, don't worry about the clothes as much, but the other three things are very, very important. So I made sure my car payment was paid every single month. So I found out what happened. I made a phone call signed a statement saying that my name was forged. I did not sign that form. They sent me my signature. I was shocked to see it wasn't even my signature. And I was able to save my car. Unfortunately, I was going to press charges, family member or not family member. I was going to press charges. I was only in my 20s. I mean, as a single mom, I couldn't have people stealing from me and ruining my credit, right? My ultimate goal was to buy a house and that wasn't going to happen if my credit wasn't good. So I went to go proceed to press charges and another family member bailed that person out. Fine, whatever. I made that person pay me back because it was the principle of the thing. You stole from me and then you don't even, you forged my name. And then eventually I had to pay back the loan, right? And then when the loan was paid off, I was like, no, someone has to get paid back. So the person, other family member who paid it back, they wouldn't pay them back because they were like, no, 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 I don't want it. And I'm like, why would you do that? Oh, they didn't want them to go to jail because they were a parent too. But why was it okay for that to happen? 
right? It wasn't okay. It wasn't okay at all. And what made you want to do something like that to your family members? When it comes to money and family, finances get all twisted. Did you ever, did anybody in your family ever borrow money from you and then they don't expect to have to pay it back because you're related? Yeah. That's what my family thought. My family thought that if they borrowed money from me, that they could just have it. There was no need to pay it back because we're family. That is so wrong. Anytime you borrow money from regardless of who it is, you need to pay it back because you're borrowing it. So having this money mindset of, oh, well, you have so much, you can afford to give me money. Okay. Giving somebody money and actually borrowing are obviously different. We know this. So if you're the type of person who has loaned somebody money and they've never paid you back, it really has nothing to do with you, you know, attracting the wrong type of person or what have you. It has to do with that person. You're giving your power away, giving them permission to take advantage of you financially. I eventually had to file bankruptcy because this person's debt on top of my own debt with credit cards had gotten me into trouble. I had $32,000 of debt between the car payment and the credit cards and this loan that I didn't even see any money for. And I was like, I was working as a bankruptcy paralegal and I was like, I was very familiar with the bankruptcy process. And I was like, you know what? I know the effects it's going to have on me, but I don't see a way out. I don't see any other choice that I could possibly make I can't get another job. I'm a single mom working full-time, working part-time. It's just, I just isn't going to work. And budgeting wasn't going to work. And I had all kinds of excuses as to why the best option was bankruptcy. And quite frankly, it might not ever be the best option. There are other ways around it that you don't have to file for bankruptcy. But what the most important part is, is why do we even end up with bankruptcy? Years later, you know, you're talking now, uh, to uh, 36, 37 years later, I still have to reference that bankruptcy. As an independent insurance broker, one of the statements that I'm asked when I sign on with carriers is, have you ever filed for bankruptcy? Yeah, I did. And it's embarrassing because if you're not a good steward of your money, you know it, it creates a snowball effect, right? When I decided that I wanted to choose to be a better steward, After I filed bankruptcy, I was like, okay, I'm going to do great things. And I did. For 20 years, I was debt-free. I had no responsibilities other than my car payment, which I paid off. And I had was investing in my future. I was investing in retirement. I was, you know, paying for daycare. I was doing all of these things. Eventually I got married and even was be was able to save even more money. And what I looking back, reflecting on the growth. I didn't like the word budget, budget busters, budgets are restrictive. I didn't like the word budget, but I love Dave Ramsey and I love every dollar and I love giving every dollar a job. To me, it's like a little challenge, but what I was missing was having fun money, was really enjoying the hard-earned money that I had. And it wasn't that I wasn't doing fun things. I wasn't enjoying the things that I was doing. And that was one of the keys for me. Because it was almost like feeling guilty, feeling shameful that I had this extra money I can go out and enjoy myself. But then I always worried, will there be enough? Will I have an opportunity to work overtime? Can I make this money up? 
some of the expenses, you know, by this time I had a family of five and some of the things that we did cost a lot of money. You go to the amusement park, you know, it's $20, $30 a kid. By the end of the day, like, you know, it's cost you over $300 to go to an amusement park for six hours. And how many hours do you have to work to get $300, right? So I had this love-hate relationship with money. Loved it when it was there and I could just dole it out and have fun and not worry about it. But then it wasn't there. And it was just like, oh, now I had to go start the cycle all over again. And that's, you know, what it is. It's cycles. It's ups and downs and emotional roller coasters. And when you make a choice to file bankruptcy, when you make a choice to loan somebody money, when you make that choice to give your money away freely or to spend something on others, that's a choice. And you want to have a reaction for that choice that lifts you up because if you're not having a fun time with your money and enjoying the reciprocal energy of giving and receiving, it has nothing to do with the money itself. It has to do with your thought process and what's the underlining, what's the core emotion that's keeping you stuck in shame and guilt and fear. And getting to that, did somebody offend you? Did somebody take advantage of you? Did somebody borrow money and not pay it back? Did somebody forge your name on something? Did you have to file for bankruptcy and you feel such shame and guilt for that, that you can't even enjoy money now? Did someone control your finances to the point where they were so restrictive with money that you go the opposite direction and you just blow it and whatever you want? Knowing your story behind your decisions will motivate you to get a different perspective. Because there's other things that happened during those experiences, but we're so busy focusing on like the negative and the surface level stuff that we miss it. And it's so simple. Once you get connected with money in that relationship pattern, you partner with money and you come together and you meet and you go over all the income, all the assets, and you know exactly what's going on. That's when you're going to see that emotional roller coaster even out. If you'd like help with this, direct message me. We'll have a conversation. We'll see where you're at. Maybe past choices that you've made are dictating what you're doing today. We'll uncover that and see if the tools in my program, I Date Money, Wealth Activation, are good for you. Maybe they will be. Maybe they won't be a good fit, and that's okay too. I know tons of financial coaches that can help you out. But wealth activation is all about tapping in to your inner child and to your own financial genius so that you can create limitless abundance without feeling shame or guilt, without hiding from things that you've done in the past. Filing bankruptcy in my 20s was no joke. Having a $32,000 debt, some of it not mine, some of it all, all mine, was embarrassing, especially since I had done this for a living. And then still having to answer about it 37, 36 years later, it's kind of frustrating, you know, but it's okay because I've learned so much about finances in this 30 year journey that I'm able to be a wealth activator and help you, especially women post-abortion who chose abortion because so many, because of finances. And I never, ever want finances to stand in the place. The more you receive, the more you can give, the more you can help others. And that's what being a wealth activator is all about. Activating wealth to have it flow freely all around you. 
it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's what you do with it. Hey, hey, hashtag I date money. Go out there and do all the things. It doesn't matter how much you make. It's what you do with it. Follow the show. Give a review. Give us some star ratings and share it with all the courageous business coaches you know who are ready to partner with money. Hey, 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 thanks for tuning into the show. Give us a five-star review and share it with your friends. Get ready to activate wealth. Be the next millionaire with a simple adjustment of your finances using an energetically aligned money multiplier system. You get to build wealth by partnering with money. It's time to have fun with finances. Pick a date. The link is in the show notes to book your wealth activation call where you will get the one solution to multiply your money. Remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make, it's what you do with it.